Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, beautiful light beam. Welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven. So, how was your week? Are you feeling the crazy energies as well? Because my one-on-one clients are going through some epic shifts now, life-changing decisions, and they really feel so, so inspired to take action, to do the things that they've been sitting on for the longest time. And I wonder whether you're feeling that too. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the year that this year has potential to be a year of big shifts if you use the energy wisely, right? Otherwise, it'll just be just another year. But you see, my work consists mostly of letting you know that you are more soul than human. You're not just this human being that is limited by its body, mind, thoughts, this physical world. And to open that world up for you, that you have these senses, psychic senses, right? That you're meant to use these senses to experience more, to see more, to feel more, to develop your intuition, to have this beautiful guiding system so you don't just have to rely on your analytical mind or or what other people tell you that you have a whole team of guides at your disposal all the time. So there's really no need to always ask or seek answers outside of you. You actually have the answers within you. And finally, to help you realize that you have access to the greatest library ever, the Akashic Records. I can do it, but I'm not any more special than you. And you can do it whether you want to be a psychic in the psychic arena or whether you just want to know how to navigate through this life because no one gave us a manual, right? You have the power and I always want to empower you. Yes, of course, I could get this information for you, but there is nothing like sitting and bathing in that energy. I am also very aware that what I say you are going to put it through your filters. Sometimes it will resonate deeply and create some impactful big shifts within you and sometimes it won't and that is absolutely fine. I always think the time that you give me here, the half hour or so that we get to spend here together, I never want to take that time for granted and so I always, 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 am on the lookout for guests that will contribute to this conversation and help you perhaps see something from a different perspective, expand your awareness, land the plane. And this is why I have found a beautiful guest this week that I want to share with you. It is the wonderful Jen Holmes. And Jen, Jen lives in the UK. So finding a time that was suitable and worked for both of us where we didn't have to sacrifice a sleep was a challenge. But nothing is too hard for my beautiful audience. So we made it work. 
And this chat was so potent. It goes for nearly an hour. But I am so certain that you will love every minute of it. You won't even realize that it's been an hour. So Jen, for those of you, if you have not met Jen, Jen Holmes before, she's a graduate of the Inner Glow Circle Coach Training. She's a channel for the Akashic Records. She is a shamanic practitioner. But these days, her work centers more around helping entrepreneurs, healers, and coaches scale their online business with strategy and with energetics. She works with the Pleiadians. She has a fantastic YouTube channel that um, centers around uh, money, energy, business, working on your business, developing your business. And like I said, she brings through messages from the Pleiadians, from the Akashic Records. Now, I had the pleasure of doing a course that Jen ran in the past around the Akashic Records. Now, those of you who are familiar with my story, you know that for the longest time, I wasn't sure where my information was coming from. I just assumed it can't be the Akashic Records, not little me, you know, tapping into these Akashic Records. That's impossible. And then when I finally come, came to realize that, um, you know, maybe it is the Akashic Records, because why would there be a special place for Kasha to tap into, right? I decided I want to know more. So I have worked with a couple of Akashic Record teachers, and one of them was Jen. And, you know, I always tell you, we never stop learning. We never stop learning. And so I embarked on this beautiful journey with Jen in her course. And I am I was blown away by the knowledge I received from Jen. I've also recently had a session that Jen has done for me, um, channeling in my Akashic Records information for my business. That was just mind-blowing as well. So I know that you will enjoy this episode. And in this episode, Jen shares how she found the Akashic Records, how she started working with them, how you can work with your Akashic Records. And she's been so kind and generous to even share additional materials with you, with us, uh, her prayer, and also a meditation practice to help you. So I will make all of this available to you and you will know when you go into the show notes how to grab that but for now let's enjoy this wonderful chat and I'm so delighted to introduce to you Jen Holmes talking about the Akashic Records. So yes welcome Jen to the Solid Spirit Driven Podcast. I have introduced you a little bit but I would love for you to um, take us a little bit deeper. So we're going to do that shortly. But first of all, welcome. Welcome, welcome, Thank you welcome. so much. I'm so happy to be here and have this conversation. Let's see where it takes us. <laughs> Same here. I, I was really excited that we could do it. And especially because this darn time difference. Oh, my gosh. So it is currently about 10.40 p.m. here in Melbourne, and I believe you have somewhere about 11.40 11, p.m. Yeah, 11.40, yeah. yeah. UK to Melbourne, that's it. That is yeah. a, traversing a lot of the globe. <laughs> it is so. It's like literally we are on the opposite side. <laughs> 
And it's, <laughs> but it's so wonderful to connect with you. And I'm so delighted that my audience will get to um, know you a little bit more and what you do. So we will be talking about Akashic Records, uh, what they are, um, how they can help us. And Jan is an expert and can tell us more. So <laughs> beautiful Jen, please tell us first perhaps how did your journey with the Akashic Records start? How did you uncover them? Absolutely. So the story starts back in 2017. Um, I I, it, the thing with the Akashic Records is that you find that it just starts presenting itself in strange places. Like you'll see a little advert or you'll see a little poke and something will grab your attention. You're like, ooh, What's that? You kind of have a curiosity, it just kind of peaked something in you. So I, I believe something like that had happened. And I got a book, just a book, like a book off Amazon. I think it was called The Akashic Records by Ernesto Ortiz. So that's a good place to start actually with it if you're curious. And in that particular book, it was kind of talking about it. And at a certain point, there was an exercise where you ask a question with the Akashic Records closed and you, you know, just regular how you might ask a question. And then you open the Akashic Records with the prayer and then you ask the same question. And when I opened the Akashic Records with the prayer, I kid you not, like my hand was just moving of its own accord. It actually scared me. So I both started crying and feeling just really overwhelmed. And the message that came through was never anything that I would have said to myself. You know, I'd be like, oh, it's my dad's fault or it's my, I can't believe I had this horrible thing. But it was just so clear, so bright, so loving and I was just like crying, crying, crying. And then it, something just opened after then. It just, all of this kind of channeling started coming out through my hands. At first it was really scrawly and then it became a bit more articulate. And then at a certain point I found that it was easier to actually type it. So I, you know, I was practicing typing and channeling um, and then over time speaking it. And then over time after that kind of accessing other people's records so that we can go in and explore and see what what kind of wisdom could, could come through for, for them so I suppose it was just a bit of an access point and opening and then a bit of a floodgate after that so I, that was pretty much the story just an average morning on a Saturday with a cup of coffee sitting on my sofa with the sun streaming in <laughs> nothing fantastical <laughs> wow but what a memorable day like a day that you will never forget right like that one moment that changed everything I love that so much. And I love when you told us this in class. So I think I shared it on my podcast. I know I've shared it with someone, someone in my sphere um, that I stumbled upon the Akashic Records. Well, actually, I started seeing past lives long, long, long before I even knew what the Akashic Records were. And it was purely because so many people were saying, I think you're going to the Akashic Records. I think you're going to the Akashic Records. That um, And things didn't make sense to me because when I Googled Akashic Records and how to get in, everyone was kind of using a prayer. I never used a prayer. And we were going up into the library, which never resonated with me as well because that's usually when we were there and we're opening the book, I got nothing. Like my brain was mm. just got, looking for answers and but then because a couple of my mentors were saying you know I think maybe you are somehow accessing exiting I mean accessing it through the back door I thought okay that's a little bit dodgy that's a little bit shifty right so <laughs> let's go through the front door and that's when I found you Jen so this is my whole point um 
I, I found Jen's beautiful course. Actually, I jumped into your group. I don't even know how your group appeared. I feel like I was guided because... <laughs> this is a prime example of it just popping up, you know? Yes, because it was one thing. <laughs> prime like, demonstration. I wasn't looking, yeah, I wasn't looking for groups. I, I felt like we weren't in any, like, circles, like, you know, the coaching circles. And then, like, I jumped into your group. And what blew me away about you, Jen, was that, and your connection with your Akashic Masters and Teachers, I remember you gave us a welcoming post so there were other people that joined the group at the same time and normally you know when you join a group they will mention your name they'll say hey welcome introduce yourself and Jen actually um gave us a little mini like channeled message and my message is saved in my phone because I swear it's not even just what you said but how it was said the wording I've copied and pasted it and I'm like every time when I read it I feel like it raises my vibration like you can feel like there is energy coming through and so then I did your course and it was profound <laughs> it was really because it was, it was taught in a way that um I I have no, I mean I've only really done at that point your course but um even what I've found on the internet was completely different to that. so mm. it's very different from, so from various different. people it's presented in different ways and I, I feel like there's no necessarily wrong way that it's shown but perhaps to sort of give your listeners a bit of an idea of my understanding of the Akashic Records. So yes, that's where I was of, going. Get a bit of a context. Yes, because your way <laughs> has actually made me think, oh my God, yes, it's not this mysterious only in a library kind of thing. Yes, please mm, take mm. us there. Give us your... Yes. So the way that I, I've i received around the Akashic Records, so it is often presented as a library of light and sometimes I often sort of interact with it in that way. But the way that's been felt uh, sort of come to me is that it's, it's like this five five D high vibrational space that has your past, your present, and your future all concurrently because all of it's vibrating concurrently. And when you're quote unquote accessing it, you're not necessarily um, accessing it per se. The way that it's been presented to me is that it's kind of like you have the creator, which is God, right? That's the 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 ultimate creator. And then the Akashic Records is kind of like the, the holding of everything that the creator brings forth into reality. So there's nothing that isn't the Akashic Records. So Zoom is the Akashic Records. The wall behind me is the Akashic Records. Your hands, the everything is the Akashic Records. So the way that I've understood it is it, it can be somewhat disempowering if you say you're going to, as if it's like a separate thing that you're accessing when it's actually, you can access the Akashic Records in your own heart, you can access the Akashic. So there's all different ways that you can, as is aligned for how you particularly um, can absorb information and can find your best way to relate and bring something as a part of you. So really the, the simplest way that you can think about accessing, like quote unquote, accessing a space is that it's all about the power of your own consciousness because your own consciousness is the Akashic Records. It's, it's a part of the Akashic Records. So when you get your consciousness in the right intention and in the space of being ready to receive, then you're, you've set everything up. You've done everything you possibly can to quote unquote get to the Akashic Records because the Akashic Records is everywhere. It's always 
technically trying to get to you so it can, can best serve you. So the more you can prime yourself to be like, right, I'm intending to be in the Akashi Records and source this information and I'm open to receiving it, then you're, then you're kind of going there. But then in a way you're not going there because it's coming to you as well. So it, sometimes it's quite hard to get your head around, but if the singular, the singular or, or the two words I would say that best serve for you to go to the space is intention and receiving, which is the point of the prayer because the prayer isn't like some ordained kind of thing that I bestow upon you and then now you can blah, blah, blah. It just gets you in the right frame of mind in the same way that any prayer does, in the same way that it just turns your consciousness into a focused direction so that the place that you're going is the place that you're intending and then you're more likely to get to it, basically. It's a bit of an elongated way to explain it, but I hope that sort of adds a bit of context. Perfect. I think your explanation will satisfy even the most left brain person because <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. And I think by you actually met, saying that you've made it feel like, oh, the Akashic records aren't something separate from me that, you know, or separate from us that only a chosen few can access, right? You're either worthy of accessing it or you're not. You've actually made it um you brought it closer you made it like anyone can access it and then when I was going in it actually what I received was that a birthright right it's almost mm -hmm. like you forget your manual here it is right mm -hmm. like here's mm -hmm. all the stuff and I love mm -hmm. that so so um yes and just to add on to that is uh mm -hmm. the, the fact that yes sometimes it is nice to have a, a guide as it's nice to have any guide, you know, like this is why they in Star Wars there's Yoda and you know always that it's helpful having a guide, a human guide, or you know we have our spiritual guides. But when you're given the prayer and then perhaps you decide to work with someone who knows or is familiar with the Akashic records, it's the same way. It's the same thing. You know, you can go into the out to the fields on the trek on the tra trail on your on your own. You can probably figure it out. You can you'll go left. Maybe you get a bit lost. You'll get back on the trail. Eventually, you'll do it. Or you can just work with someone who has been there before, who knows which twist and turn is where, and it can you can be familiarized with with the the route more quickly and easily and with kind of less of a headache. So that's all that that's really about is to, to just make it easier. It's not about I only have access and you can't do it, so you have to come to me. It, it's just a it's kind of like an empowered choice. If you know what, I actually just want to do this faster and more effectively. So maybe I'll just choose a guide. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And um, we've kind of touched on this now, but like, who are the Akashic records for? Like, who can access it? What would you use it for? If you can mm. just take us there. Yeah, absolutely. So the Akashic records is for everyone. <laughs> Actually, it, honestly and truly, everyone has access to it. Everyone is already in it. Everyone, there, there's no space that you can ever be in any place at any time anywhere ever that isn't the Akashic records so to say that it's for one person and not for another it just that that isn't anything that even makes sense mm -hmm. however as I've shared previously that it's all about your intention and your consciousness and your ability to receive from them which is kind of the, the way that we're talking here which is like what use is it to you how can you actually okay that's really interesting so I can go to this library of light it holds all the things like the creator blah 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 but how, how does this help me as a human being trying to navigate this this life so the way that I find it useful is that when you go into that space, since it knows 
who you are, past, present, future. It knows all of the soul lessons that you're on. It knows all of the past lives that you've been through. It knows all of the trajectories that you're trying to get on. It knows all of the timelines that you're able to access and ones that are difficult for you. And all of it, you use it in order to better live, basically, to better to make better choices, to see where you're holding yourself back so that you can bring the light of consciousness to it, transmute it, liberate yourself, and then make a better choice or go into a higher timeline. So really from, from a creator standpoint, it's in aid of expansion, which is what, what the whole point is of the universe, as far as I'm aware. Maybe others have different opinions, but for me, it's all about expansion. That's why we're here. We're here to expand in alignment with creation. And so when you're liberating parts of yourself through bringing in deeper knowledge and clearing out old patterns, then you're liberating yourself to expand. So that's really, the, in my opinion, <clears throat> the, the best use and the highest use of the Akashic Records. So actually one of the greatest functions of being in the Akashic Records is, you know, A, mastering the intention of getting there using the Akashic prayer, if you want. I mean, I don't do that anymore, but you can, I think when you're first starting, it gets your space in the right place. Mastering receiving. So the way that I often um, understand this is like, imagine you're going to the movies and it's like a clear night. It's like an outdoor movie um, space. All you need to do is set the intention to get to the movie theater. And then when you're there, you kick back and you watch the show. You don't try and like make the next scene calm. You don't try and, there's no real active effort in like being at an outdoor cinema. You just be there, hold the intention and then receive from the screen. It's very similar to that actually when you're in the Akashic space. So then when you actually actively go into the space, the power is in the question. So the more you can ask a really open-ended um, specific question that brings in more awareness of where you're struggling or where you're seeking guidance the more you'll get out so it's very much a kind of what you put in you get out kind of function so in a way you know if you can go in and you, and you ask a question like um let me think of like a, a not so good question would be not emotionally like, charged I've learned from you yeah so some, it's not when you're just getting started try and keep it kind of like um what would be my highest and best um choice in work for the forthcoming week so it's not too emotionally charged um it's open-ended so you're not going to get a yes no after that so there'll be a kind of sentence or something that's going to come after asking that question um whereas if you are something and then you don't want to make it time-based so when questions don't tend to work very well because what I find they say to me is like well if you liberate yourself of this now it can be here right now like we don't want to say that you're going to get it in a week because hey, if you shift this, this um, past life pain or if you take out this belief or you do all these different things and it, it literally could come like instantaneously. The so key is when... shifting that, right? The key is shifting what is in the way, right? Like that's exactly. essentially what they want exactly. you to get. Was exactly. So on, when like, you ask when. when questions, you're actually limiting yourself in some ways. Mm -hmm. So when questions aren't great, um, often where questions can aren't so great either, but um, what questions tend to be quite good and often why questions can be okay. So it's really a function of the way that you're asking. And in, in fact, the more, the, the better you get at asking questions in the Akashic Records, the better responses you get. So the more insights you get, so the quicker you shift the beliefs, the, the quicker you shift the, the past life pains or the patterns or different things. So then the next question you ask is like so much better. It's very informed, it's clear, oh, you know, what, for example, if I've gone in and I've shifted a past life pain about, you know, let's say I died on a, on a warrior field or something. If I go in and I ask a particular question, it's like, what is a past life pain that's really holding me back from, you know, expressing my highest 
self in my relationship. I go in, I discover this past life thing. That's then the next time I go and I say, um, this um, story that I'm telling myself about having a painful death. How can I shift this? Because so, then you've you've used the previous question to inform the next question, which is a way better question because it's really focused. So it's kind of like a, a a process that as you keep doing it, you get better and better and better at interacting with it, and getting more out of it in some ways. But okay, um, I've heard you say many times that you go into that you even ask in the Akashic Records how to boil an egg. <laughs> <laughs> So they don't have to be profound questions, right? right. I mean, we can literally receive uh, guidance on everyday stuff. What mm -hmm. about, and I wonder whether you've had um, people come to you and ask these sort of questions like, what about like Tats Lodo numbers or like, when will I meet my true love? You know, but what it's that I'd... It, I can ask them, but I want to know specifically, like, who is he? When is he coming? You know, those kind of questions, because I, um, or even a question like, um, uh, what's it called? Even a question asking around uh, specific things, but receiving always, you are so loved, you are so loved, because that was yeah, yeah. another thing mm -hmm. that someone says, that's all I seem to hear, like, you know, you're so loved. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and I, I feel like, um, this is another interesting thing about the Akashic Records is that it doesn't always deliver you what you want, but it will always deliver you what you need. So in a way, when you're going in there, you, you do need to be prepared for being introduced to something that's not really something that your conscious self would have said, oh, I really want that. So, you know, and I, I spoke about this with one of my friends who also channels, it's like, they, they told me to do this. And it only led to this pain I'm like yeah but did you learn something from it like yeah but I didn't really want to learn that but yeah I suppose it helps you know it's the, it is kind of that as well like you know we kind of have a bit of a way of things always wanting to be nice and pleasant but they don't always do that for you and what I've so you kind of have to accept that your highest timeline isn't always just roses all the time and be okay with that it makes you kind of a bit more in my opinion it makes you a bit more of a warrior spirit a bit more like you know I'm ready for my highest timeline like blaze it through like let's go kind of thing and, you know, as far as kind of like the lottery numbers and different things go and more specifics around like, who is he? Like, when is he coming? What I find when I'm, I'm, when I'm working with, with people who, who are just really like, they're like a dog with a bone and I just want to know the specifics of, of different things. What I find is that the, their Akashic masters, they tend to start repeating themselves. So they'll say, they're like, yeah, I really want this person to come in. And then they'll say something like, yeah, but you've really got this serious resistance to intimacy. Or if it's say the, I mean, I haven't been asked about lottery before, but if it, I can imagine if it's with the lottery, they're like, well, how do you feel about abundance? Like, imagine if you genuinely just received like ten million dollars or something, would it actually traumatize you? Like, you actually think that it probably wouldn't, but if you have pains around receiving, if um, yeah, having attention story. on you, poverty stories, like all these different things, you think that you're going to like it, but actually if you really wanted it you if you had no blocks or no things in the way to you having that thing you'd actually already have it so it's kind of like they, they what they tend to do instead of saying these are the numbers is to be more like right okay well these are the things that are standing in the way of this thing happening it's this story it's this past life thing it's this trauma it's this whatever the the thing is and here's how you can work with it here's the, the way that you can start telling yourself a new story um Here's, you know, bring the light of consciousness into it on this, meditate in this way, go out and date in that way. Like 
And usually when they make those suggestions, it's like, oh, I don't really want to. But I can we want the, the magical point. pill. We want the <laughs> yeah. magical pill. Yeah. yeah, I know. So this is what I mean. It can in a way build a bit of a warrior spirit. Um, so it, I, this is interesting because an interesting because it's almost like the not the other side of the Akashic Records, but I don't want to paint it like in a rose tinted way because we're complex humans with very interesting lives and past lives and histories and childhoods and all these different things. And when we want to step into this highest, this highest version of ourselves, it can be a bit like walking through fire in a way. And that's what they, they can often do is just like show things to you that you're like, oh, gosh, I don't really feel like looking at that. I don't really. But that's the path, you know, walking through it is how you get to that higher timeline. So, yeah, it's a little bit of both. It can be this really blissful place where you're just like, oh, I'm being loved by the masters. And like you were just saying, or it can also be like, you know, you've got this pattern that you really need to step out of because it's time, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's 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 funny because I um yeah it's absolutely like that but I always feel that I leave that energy I leave the Akashic records like like something has shifted something has changed I could have feeling a bit of low vibes and now I feel like oh, you know but it's a funny thing actually happened to me once I was doing um the Akashic records for a friend and so when I come down I'm like okay do you, do you have another question or anything else you want me to ask <laughs> he goes Yes, that's low their numbers. <laughs> so they so they so they gave me numbers. So I told him. And he go and they go and then he goes, okay. And I said, but you don't know which week. So he got the numbers, but not the week. And that was like, it's like a little joke here. You know, mm, this is mm -hmm. what you want. You just want, it's almost showing a linear way of thinking, right? Like mm. you wanted the numbers, but like you also got to know what week to put them in, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And, and they do sometimes play with you like that, I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and I was actually trying to explain to him, see how um, small you're thinking, because, you know, you think if I want Tats Lotto, right, that would solve all my problems, all my problems, right? Whereas, you know, uh, Akashic Record Masters or, you know, um, you know, light workers, if you work with them, healers, they're trying to show you more. There's more. There's more that you can expand. You've got to heal this. You've got to, like you said, you know, if you didn't have these blocks, um, you would already have the money. Or what if you're not meant to with the money because mm -hmm. you're here to learn perhaps about um, abundance or gratitude. And so there's certain processes and you have to go through mm -hmm. that. Perhaps you're here to learn how hard work doesn't equal, you know, a lot of money, right? But not mm -hmm. because you're going to receive the money through Tad Slaughter. Perhaps you're here to learn that actually you have to relax and you have to trust and you have to, you know. So there's so much for us to learn, but we tend to think in a very linear way, which is always like we want that magical pill. We want the yes, we want the no, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I love that. You this has definitely been another thing I found that I haven't mentioned so far about the Akashi Records is that whilst, yes, you can ask a lot of questions about your path and your purpose and your blah, blah, all these different things about you. For me personally, because I've been doing this for so long, most of the stuff that I receive from the Akashic Records now is just high level kind of 5D wisdom and just like, how does the universe work? Like, why are we here? Where is, what are aliens? Like, you know, those kind of like childlike questions of like, what is the point of all this? What is purpose? You know, those, 
I prefer those questions personally because then I feel like I'm I'm building up a context around myself that for me personally creates a sense of safety because I'm like oh well you know I'm going to be doing this forever actually you know it's really important because each if I don't do this now then I'll be doing it in the next life so it bring, brings an attention and a focus to now but it also takes the the heaviness out of it like the kind of I've only got one chance to get this right you know this these kind of so for me, for me, it's actually more the context that it puts me in a, a deeper understanding of why we're here and what we're moving through and why we have soul lessons and why we've made certain choices and how our guides are helping us and how they show up so that you just you're just more equipped. That for me is at, at this point the most useful thing. I kind of don't really ask that many specific questions because they've, they've shared so much to me about the power of now the the importance of embodying your soul spirit like in the now and following spontaneity and intuition so as I practice that more over time there is less of a need to start grabbing for things somehow so that's probably what, what I find will happen what I feel like will probably happen over time as your your listeners are actually tuning in and practicing in these spaces I love that you mentioned this. That was actually my next question, how you work in the Akashic Records. So perhaps let's expand and say, how do you use the Akashic Records to help your clients, your people? Mm, absolutely. So because I am a bit left-brained, I'm like the most left-brained channel like you'll ever meet. But um, so for me, I, I was reflecting back on all of the different Akashic sessions that I've had over time. And then I, this is just me in spreadsheets, but I put literally put them all into like different like categories of like, what is the most off, like the most asked question that seems to come through? So usually the, the top questions are around like, what's my purpose? Uh, why am I here? What lessons am I here to learn? Um, so, and interestingly, as I've been learning more about purpose, I realized the question is usually mis misinformed because it's often about, how am I here to be productive, which is just totally a capitalistic patriarchal question anyway in the first place, but we work with it and then we kind of like manage to move away from that kind of concept of worthiness around me being useful and into like, what are you, you know, what are you actually here in your beingness to express as a soul entity, like a soul being? Um, often there's loads of questions around patterns, like I can't seem to release this pattern, this loop keeps playing out, um, no matter what the, when this trigger happens I just go straight back into it I've done like so much work around it I don't understand why it's here I don't know where it came from so often adding context to, to that kind of thing often there are questions around work sometimes in the previous I don't really do this anymore but there have been questions around um, relationships so why do I struggle in relationships is this so there are so many different ways as to how you can anyone can work with them how I have worked with them and for me personally now as I've been exploring my own sole purpose work is around money and money energetics and actually I received this yesterday and it just goes deeper and deeper right <laughs> is that I'm here for like the the purification of money so in a way it's kind of like shifting consciousness so that particularly women I'd say but those who are more kind of feminine tending rewrite their relationship with money and you know there's so many things I could speak about into this but often there's a saying I think that money is simply energy and it is what you make of it which is true However, because it's money in itself and as a construct has moved so far away from its original intention of being this really powerful um, 
uh, sort of value exchange and a way to sort of diversify the goods that we're managing to create. It's gone through a lot of other things that actually are less a lot less salubrious and just not very kind of nice. And that energy is recirculating. So for those of us who are very intuitive, we can pick up that energy that's been kind of like, had all these like more darker energies gravitating to them. And so as we shift our consciousness and come into a state where we can purify money, then those of us who are kind of light workers and those of us who are here for more um, you know, new paradigm, earth-centered ways of operating, we're not then unconsciously trying to push away from money and also welcoming in and then pushing away and welcoming in like we're just like purification of money is 5d like we've we've cleansed it we're ready we're, we're bringing in the new way and this is kind of why i love working so much and with business owners and those who are ferrying in this new paradigm because i think they're the ones who are going to change the world frankly so that's that's how i work with it but as far as how anyone can work with it well all of those things around patterns past lives and in fact I would say that anyone who's actually a psychic or any kind of practitioner in any way will be like you've shared they will be accessing the akashic records anyway whether they realize it or not because that's where everything's stored so you're just not going to get a visual or an image or a sense of anything unless you're going quote unquote into that space which you're not getting into because it's just everywhere anyway just to blow your mind a little bit <laughs> a bit confusing to explain but <laughs> no but i get it because this was my case like before because i was receiving all this information and I didn't even know of the Akashic Records, like I've never heard of it. And after a while, when all these people were sort of saying, you know, that's possibly where you're going, I think, look into the Akashic Records. And I'm like, I, was, I got to this point where I'm like thinking, okay, it cannot be that everyone is going to the Akashic Records and my information is coming from a special other place. Like you said, there is only that and it's everywhere, right? Um, mm which is which is amazing again as I'm saying this I'm like oh my gosh we possibly so many of us have been tapping into that energy receiving guidance from it you know like sitting with your friend who's asking you for some advice and you say these profound things and you're like holy crap where did this come from right mm -hmm. and it was exactly what you needed to hear so we've been possibly all tapping into it at some point without actually even realizing it uh but now we can do it intentionally and Absolutely. um and i kind of always say you know it's like we have our human senses you know smells you know seeing all that stuff to experience this physical world but then we also all have the the psychic gifts or the soul senses, as I like to say it, which are all the, the other clairs, so we can experience, you know, everything that isn't in a physical world that connects us to home, to where we came from, right? To our soul's being. And I like, we all have it. It's not that few chosen of us have clairvoyance or, you know, clear audience. We all have it, but not everyone wants to, you know, be a psychic or use it or be a lawyer who's tapped in you know not everyone mm. is interested not everyone's awareness is there yet but we all have it it's it's like if you go climb mount everest you're going to have your sherpas you're going to have your tools you're going to have your equipment you're not going to just go willy-nilly with a backpack and a you know just by itself and the same as here coming down here Got your guides you've got your you know tools your equipment all those senses to kind of navigate through 
the daily minutia of what this mm -hmm. you know, physical world is. Um, I'm very fascinated, Jen, just hopping back to what you said about the um, purifying money, which I so agree because it's like, we need more good people to, we need money to be in the hands of more good people, I guess, you know, more women, more, more, you know, people just in general who have really good pure intentions and, and will help elevate, I guess, um, this earth, bring it into that new, new earth, but also change, you know, humanity, the catalysts for change. So, my question is, because I'm a little bit fascinated with how you work with the Pleiadians. Mm, absolutely. So this is actually kind of a, a bit of a newer thing for me, actually, as, as I've been exploring my own, uh, when I say purpose, I mean, I, I know actually, already, I know what my quote unquote purposes in my in my being, which was a strange one when it came to me, which is like to have a good death. And there's various ways for me that I'm going to like have a good death. However, when it comes to creating and how I want to kind of express in in this world, so much for me has come through around money and just when I first went to the Akashic Records and I was like right okay so I feel like there's this thing around money and creation and kind of making money out of thin air and I think that's just like one of the most powerful things that we can do as entrepreneurs and I was like okay so the Akashic Masters you're going to share this stuff with me and they're like no we're not doing that, that that's not what we're going to, we're here for other reasons for you the Pleiadians they want to help you with this because I think it's probably because they're part of this reality so as they're I'm kind of seeing an image of like them being woven into the web of this reality so as we're doing all this stuff over here in the web it's actually vibrating over there for them so like it's kind of in our best interest to kind of help the people of earth out because it's good for the whole of reality if we do that in this kind of particular dimension um and so so now they've kind of been coming through with a lot of wisdom around the the nature of money and what the new paradigm is going to look like the awakening of the feminine, the importance of balancing kind of masculine and feminine. So for example, lately they've been sharing a lot of people are kind of moving away from, and they don't really want to be around the dark masculine and any really masculine energy. So it's just like, no, this being the feminine, everyone going on about the feminine all the time in business and creation, like, oh, it's like magical or something. <laughs> Whereas what they've been sharing is like, you know, without the dark masculine who cuts through to truth, who um, holds you in your truth, who holds you to your highest truth, who makes the strongest, sharpest firmest most loving held perfect size containers so that you can actually create and have not only be productive in your creativity but actually have fun in a safe container with it which is often what i've seen is missing in a lot of the business owners that i'm working with is that this they're so creative but they don't feel safe and nothing seems to really come to anything and when we go into it there's this like really deep fear of the, the masculine and then the dark masculine which is more primal and more because it's we've been so used to him in his wounded form so there's so many different energetics that are going on that we're not aware of and actually when we start leaning into them and becoming bringing more awareness around it and actually dancing with these energies there's so much more power and potency that come, can come through that is beyond and so far beyond money mindset I can't even sometimes I just get so annoyed by that but you know there's just like a whole new dynamic um, holistic way of working with ourselves and our um, soul blueprint and the energies of the universe that are around us is for me it's just like so fascinating <laughs> it is it's so and I love that um starseed energy is is not foreign to me so I love and, and Pleiadian energy is beautiful but I love how you work 
wisdom and within the Akashic Records and how you are being called to kind of grow and evolve all the time. I should also mention that I had the immense, uh, uh, like I was super lucky to have received a business session with you, which um, it was so amazing. It has like unraveled so many things for me. So that was really, really powerful and and so potent. And yes, thank you, because that was so incredible. Oh, you're Um, so welcome. Yeah, no, it's really, this is what, this is what I love so much about being in the Akashic Records. And, you know, for those who are listening, fair enough, like, you know, I've got my focus on, on business and creation and creating money. And I just, this is why I love the entrepreneurial journey so much, because it's like, you can be creative and magic it feels like magic sometimes like you can just magic money through being of service like I think it's such a powerful way to to operate but there are so many ways that everyone is kind of operating in the world that they would benefit from from being in this space and even to just kind of add into this even more around kind of what the Akashic records are in some way the way that I've received it is that we're so powerful that we're not just like in the Akashic records or going to the Akashic records we're actually creating the Akashic records so the Akashic records is kind of like the sum total of every single person's subjective experience and how they're feeding that data back into the Akashic records to actually build it in the set. And I suppose this has been spoken in many times around kind of like the whole purpose of creation is for the creator to see itself so it can witness itself and see itself through what, how we're showing up in our reality. And that's kind of like what the Akashic record, that's kind of like why, as I have received it, the creator has made the Akashic records. It's like for, it's almost like a place for us to, um trans I don't know what the word is like transmute or translate our data into a structure that can be kind of move things around and put it in place and then oh the creator's like oh I see what what's being discovered there and it's like making it structured and it makes sense and things and that can inform the next step of creation as we kind of continuously unfolding and rolling into the void that is creation so it's really kind of serving this high purpose and just to empower you the more know that you're actually creating the Akashic Records like you are that powerful that your consciousness is shaping it and informing the way that everyone else sees it, which is why when you were saying like some people have the access prayer, sometimes it feels a bit kind of Christian in some ways. Other times it feels more primal that like go through your, your body. Everyone's got a different way of accessing it and nobody's right. Everybody's right. <laughs> it's like all of it is relevant because it's data that goes in. And so you step out of that duality of this is right and this is wrong. You just go with what works best for you because mm. either way, we're all creating it in some yeah. way. Yes, we are, which also then kind of kind of can um, validate for us the fact that your future is not really set in stone. It's not a diehard, it's a, at least that's how I said, a loose plan, like as if we drafted a plan to go on a road trip and we want to go from A to B, but we might stop along the way. And, you know, and it could be detours and you can still wind up maybe, you know, somewhere else and drive around. So what you were saying, Jen, really reaffirms that, um, I guess, believe that you're not just this accident of nature here, wound up here and life is so hard and everything happens to you and you just got to put up with it till you die right? Like you actually have the power 
of choosing and changing things in every moment, mm. any moment. Mm. Like what you do Absolutely. today will change, you know. Mm. And this is where I often say with, with you know, um, creating, not, not to be afraid to, to really create the life that you really, really want, right, instead of the life that you think you will get like that's as good as it gets that's all my parents ever wanted for me so I'm just going to stick with that model right or that's what my teacher in grade six said I'm going to amount to nothing so I guess that's my story mm. right like you really get to change and choose mm. Jen tell me and I feel like yes. um just to just to add, yeah. to, add yeah. on to that one is you know when I've been having particularly bad days I'll go into the Akashi Records, I'll speak to the Akashi Masters and they'll, they'll say something, they, they said to me once, do you realize that if you didn't exist, if you, if for some reason you, your existence just became like nothing, the entire reality, everything in reality would implode in on itself. Like everything would collapse. If, if your speck of light, whatever you want to call it, if your essence just like became not everything all the reality, everything would collapse in on itself and not, it just nothing could be there anymore. Wow. Like yes. just to help you see how important. how important your role is, no matter how much you might be having a bad day, no matter how much yeah. you're like, oh my God, this feels like so hard to like come on my own. I feel like where are my guides? It's like, you're that important. Like you're, you are a fragment of the creator. And so if that, that would be like a, a part of God, just like not existing anymore, which they couldn't exist, but they did it to illustrate a point just to show you like how much, if you're having a bad day, it's all, it's mind stuff. Like it's mind you are stuff. at the same time that important that you cannot just quit or stop or, you yeah. know, like. <laughs> it's like, the, say you can't do it and be, even if you could, like reality wouldn't even be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just I was like okay fine I feel a bit better thank you <laughs> see and it's that kind of those kind of messages that like I mean I could have never thought of stuff like that right like to think okay. even in those terms right um so this is how by the way you know that you were tapping into the Akashic records when you bring stuff through that like you're like huh holy crap I could have never mm. thought of this right like this is not how I talk to myself because even the even and I again recall this uh, other friend that I had and I was trying um you know to read for her and she was saying oh I always get like you know how much loved I am and how happy everything is and you know they always tell you these positive things you know they're important though because that is how unique and special you are and you don't say it to yourself enough like we don't say that to ourselves right but um, when you tap into the Akashic field, when you go and speak to your masters, your Akashic masters, your Akashic teachers, that is what they really want you to know. And I guess you received it in a really profound way, which I love, mm. right? Like mm. that's how And that's why for me, are. they always move you to tears. It might, yeah. like not every single time, but often when you're going in in those moments where it's just like, help me, mm. please, <laughs> you know, like the, the message is the kind of thing that is comforting that kind of the kind of thing that um you know just brings that that light when we're in the inevitable darkness at times of, of moving through the, the human journey and you know there was there was 
one thing that's kind of similar on topic, but a little bit off to the side, and I want to say it before I forget about it, is that if anyone's sort of like, oh, you know, like I can't, I don't think I'll be able to do that. Like I'm, because I know that, you know, some of your audience are like awakening or they're starting to open up their intuition. My, my particular story is like, I kind of come from a um, background of asset management. Before I was doing entrepreneurship, I was working in the middle of London in a skyscraper, sitting at a desk, um, being pushed around by a lot of middle-aged white men, uh, going to meetings, managing a portfolio of like a billion, like a billion pounds worth of property. Like I, I was like a spreadsheety, left brainy, like not spiritual, <laughs> like nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, I kind of had an interest always in like a bit of Buddhism and like, oh, meditation. I think that's probably helpful. Never did it. But so when this happened, <laughs> I would honestly say like, I am the, the least likely person that should be able to do this. Like, honestly. So I truly think if if this is something that can open up for me, oh my gosh, this seriously. If you're actually like, you know, years ahead of me now than what I was back then, like, and you're awakening at this time when the whole of consciousness is like rapidly escalating and really opening up, I honestly feel like it is more, no more than a hair's breadth away for you to actually um, access these spaces in a way that you're you're receiving things back that make sense to you if you're open to it and if you practice honestly so amazing and i love that tattoo that you have on your wrist which <laughs> listening to this yeah. podcast you can yeah these are came through <gasps> yeah, from the akashic allow oh. that was the first message that came through it was it was a combination of things but the main message was allow and trust very oh. first message that came through from the akashic records on that sofa that i shared right the these are powerful keys powerful keys allowing right going to that receiving stage and allowing yourself to receive the things but also the trust right trust, the trust yeah. that is so important mm -hmm. um jen is there anything that i haven't asked you that you would like to share with my audience mm. okay so let me just see if i can tune in and see if there's like a specific message that wants to come through for your audience i think actually the the that you notice that my tattoo of trust feels really really important for your audience right now so i'm just you know when you start doing this journey and you're going into the akashic records and i feel like i can share the, the prayer and maybe some kind of like meditation or something with you so that they can practice that um is to just trust what's coming through like often it's quite abstract often it's not what you think it's going to be and you find that maybe it's conflicting with your idea of what you wanted things to be for yourself but often we have to leave all of that like you just have to drop all of that and just trust what's coming through and or at least have like a, a curiosity about it you know like oh i'm not quite sure if that's what it is i always thought i wanted this thing and now this it's like okay but have a curiosity like allow it to come through explore it a little bit if something feels like your mind might be making it up it's okay next time go in practice some more it just gets stronger and clearer and the connection just just builds over time so it's, it's a bit like kind of expecting to go onto a mountain bike and immediately like do a, a downhill like marathon or something like it's not realistic or well, sometimes it happens but more often than not we're not kind of natural at these things and we just have to take our time to just commit to it and, and practice and learn to get incrementally better and as and as you're and just receiving this now is like as you're doing that and you're allowing the patients to come in to actually trust what's coming through and be playful with it and explore with it and deepen that relationship 
so that more trust is there with your Akashic Masters so that the next time they're showing up, that you're actually like listening more deeply and you're opening up your heart centers and, and more of you is available to receive what they're hearing because then they can shed deeper, more profound, more kind of like your highest, highest timeline um, insights because, you know, often that what they said to me is like, we only share with you what you're available up to. So the more that you're opening, the more that you're opening up and kind of liberating higher timelines to, to sort of come in that weren't previously there. So, and all of that is, a, you know, through the practice of intention and receiving, but also as you're doing that, the function of trust as well. So that just feels like very, very, very important for some reason in this particular moment for your audience. So yeah. trust, trust, trust. <laughs> Timelines that went there before. That is powerful. I love that. Thank you, Absolutely. Jen. <laughs> Please tell Thank us you. how can... Um, those who are interested to dive in deep and uh, deeper and work with you, where can they find you? What do you do right now? What can they, yes, how can they be in your Yeah, world? absolutely. <clears throat> so at the moment, I, as I shared with you, I'm opening, I'm just, I just love working with entrepreneurs, healers, coaches, those who have a, a purpose work expression that is wanting to come forward has already started to come forward they want to create income they want that agency of creating their own income and building their own business and deciding how their soul wants to express in the world like in that particular way so i offer a free 20 minute um, business ascension call which is, is in that in that call we essentially go into your akashic records we'll source one golden nugget around what's needed for you to 10x your business income and then i'll direct as we're often in that call, like different resources and ideas. So I'd, I'll get an idea for a podcast that seems to pop in or there'll be a course I thought or an influence. Like, I think this person will really resonate with you. So I'll direct you to any resource that seems to be coming through to help you with whatever that wisdom is that came through from your Akashic records. And then we'll do a call in of your Akashic masters, your guides, like your spirit animals, all beings that will help you embody that wisdom and that next step so that you can actually step into that business owner self. So that's free. It's 20 minutes. It's how I sustainably serve my community. So if you're interested in that, I can, I'll give you the link and you can um, sign up through my booking link. I think it's a Akashic record. So akashiccode.com forward slash ascend from memory. I hope it is that, but hopefully you'll get the link and you'll see it. <laughs> amazing. 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 And then you can take it from there. And I still would love to have you in my membership air school with something. <laughs> so we'll have to. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, sounds um, good. I also, you, for those of, for those who aren't yeah. um, sort of businessy people, I still want to give some resources. So I'll I'll give the Akashic opening closing prayer so that you can practice. And I have a blog post that just describes what the Akashic records are, so you can just read through that. And it's it's as much detail that I could possibly channel around what the Akashic records are. So if you're not if you're right at the beginning, you're like, what is this space? If you read that blog article, if you practice with the prayer. If I manage to find a meditation, which I must have somewhere, then you can practice with that as well. So if you just want to do all of this stuff on your own and you're not businessy, but you're just very curious about the cash records, all of those resources can be there for you as well to, to play around with. So amazing. Thank you. That is so generous of you. So generous. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> My pleasure. You. So we'll we'll add all the links into um, into the show notes. And we can put the prayer into my free Facebook group, Solid Spirit Driven. That's where I think it will be the easiest. I don't know if I can squeeze it into the show notes. Um, <laughs> but um, it's like it's like 
summarizing who you are into the Instagram bio with like 150 characters. I'm like, oh yeah, my God, I need we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out, but uh, we'll definitely thank you. That is amazing. So You're it welcome. was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast and to hear your wisdom, tap into your energy. And thank you, Jen for sharing oh you're so welcome thank everything. you so much for opening this opportunity and sharing sharing space in this way I really appreciate it I love your energy it's so beautiful I hope that you my beautiful light beings have felt Jen's uh energy as well and her words they certainly carry a certain frequency so I hope that you are leaving this podcast feeling lighter brighter perhaps little sparks perhaps you're curious about um Akashic Records and different approaches as well um how you can access it so thank you for being here i will be hopefully in your ears again next week and thank you jen See thank you, you so much i really appreciate you bye